Hey, this is Maggie Schneider, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts. Welcome to episode 73 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you, and I'm just grateful you're not sick of my voice yet. 73 times. I'm assuming you've li- listened to every episode. So 73 times uh, you've heard my voice and you are still listening. Jeez, I love you guys. You're great. Thank you for being here. If you're not following me on Twitter, I would advise you to do so. There's no repercussions if you don't. But we are at Spin Thoughts, and I just love to talk to everybody. So uh, feel free to join the conversation. Now, episode 73, this is our second time on Adobe Radio. This is going to be, you know, for good, or as long as they'll have me, I guess. Thank you, Adobe. Uh, But this is our second time, so we're still new and fresh with this whole thing. We had Broadside on debuting last week. And I'm really excited to have this artist this artist on for episode 73 as a second debut on IW Radio. She's got a ton, a ton going on, and we're going to have fun talking about it. So everybody, please help me in welcoming. We've got Maggie Schneider here for episode 73. Maggie, what up? Hey, so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. And now, you don't have to lie. I mean, it, I know... <sighs> You know, this isn't the best thing in the world, right? Oh, please. No, I just, I love talking about my music and yeah. talking to cool people like you. So oh, I, so. Uh, <laughs> I am flattered. I may even be blushing right now, Maggie. So, Oh, well, good. <laughs> hey, um, honestly, uh, you and I, we, we were talking uh, off the air and a little bit, you know, the last couple of days, but I've been telling you, like, you've been on my radar and um, there's, you should be on everyone's radar. There's so much going on and like... You're kind of like at this really amazing point in your music career where I think um, people are going to know of you whether they like it or not. I'm sure they're going to like it. But um, Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you on here. So welcome to my home. It's Spinning Thoughts. We've got a lot to talk about. So why don't we yes. kick things off talking about uh, some of the most exciting news recently. You just got oh, home. Yeah. <laughs> you just got home from Nashville where you were laying yes. down some new music. Um, you were at Track Happy Studios recording yes. with the very gorgeous and talented oh, <laughs> Mr. Ryan Dawson from All Time Low. Oh, my God. It was surreal. Like, I'm telling you. Like, I've been a fan of All Time Low since middle school. And yeah. so, like, walking into the studio uh, for the second time, this wasn't my first time at his place and working with him but you know especially working on my music was a dream come true so were you there before then with the everyday anthem is that when you were there last okay yep that's right so we uh i co-wrote and sang on do you even hear yourself which was a song that 
uh, we produced uh, together with Ryan and Ryan produced their whole album. And so uh, on that trip, it was really, really cool and surreal. Um, so his parents came to visit the studio, right? And so they are just the cutest parents. Like they're so <laughs> proud of Ryan. Yeah. And I have, I have uh, parents in the, you know, the very same way. So it was so sweet. They were talking about how proud they were and, you know, Ryan was showing them the studio. And so they're talking and uh, he played the song for them. And so he just, you know, blurts out casually, Oh, you know, Maggie should come down and, and, you know, record some of her stuff with me. And so I'm shocked <laughs> because I never, thought that that would happen I mean let alone I never thought that I would be there for a weekend working with him yeah yeah and so I said wait are you serious <laughs> you know like like is would this be a thing would this happen would this be a thing said, <laughs> right like just and he said absolutely I would love to work with you and wow. so you know he's a busy dude I mean especially with you know last young renegade and everything and you know, he's about to go on tour. So I'm just, I'm so happy that he squeezed me in and we worked on some new stuff. And yeah, it was the coolest experience I've ever had. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like it. And I, I kind of feel bad for Ryan because now the excitement of being on Spinning Thoughts is going to overshadow everything he just did. Um, I know, right? <laughs> so I'm like, sorry, especially. man. Um, <laughs> but um, seriously, what a cool experience. And, and I knew that you... Uh, did work with the Everyday Anthem, and that's how I, you know, was introduced to you. But I, I kind of forgot the fact that I, I guess I didn't realize Nobody's, I think, is the album from them. Yeah. I didn't realize the whole thing was done with Ryan. I thought that they had worked with him in the past, but I didn't know that you actually had met Ryan and worked with him before. That That's very cool. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was, that was really, really fun. And I was so happy to be invited up there. And yeah, I'm so happy with how that song came out. So of course, once we did that, I was saying, okay, like I'm, I'm ready to do some of my stuff again with you. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, were you nervous yeah. at all though? Like, I feel like I totally would be. Yeah. Like, okay. So the <laughs> first time, uh, when I introduced myself to Ryan, so we went into the studio and he was in the control room and everything. Um, I think the band was there for about a week or two already. Um, and so I came in in the middle of it for a weekend. And so I walk into the control room and he is one of the nicest people ever. Yeah. <laughs> like he just really is. And it's always so great to meet musicians who are just humble about their work, you know, and who are also so supportive. So it was a very supportive environment. But um, he walked up to me and he introduced himself. And so he went to shake my hand, but I went in for the hug. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so it was funny. And so I hugged him and he laughed. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm a hugger. You know, and he's like, oh, no problem. And so now we're on a hug basis. Yes. Luckily. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that was really cool. But yeah, of course, I was nervous. We, we drove up uh, to the studio for the first time. And I was thinking, man, like Ryan is in there right now. Yeah. He's going to hear me play and sing. And and yeah, but this time I wasn't as much nervous as I was excited. I bet. Yeah. Because um, I already I already had that experience. And I don't I don't get nervous when I play shows really much anymore. Yeah. Um, but but still, it was surreal. And, you know, having him spitball ideas back and forth and you know work on a few songs with him it was just so so cool so what would you say the best memory from this whole endeavor is if you could like pick one was there a special moment oh, man. 
Um, okay, well, I will, I will separate this. Uh, I'll have an in-studio moment and an out-of-the-studio moment. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so in-studio, it was really – well, something that was really cool was I invited Alex Crane uh, from the Everyday Anthem. Right. He's the lead guitarist, um, and he sings a bit, uh, to work with me. And so Alex Crane, he is such an amazing songwriter. Um, he writes stuff on his own as well as in the Everyday Anthem, and he plays guitar so well, and so working with him was great. So uh, one of the songs we worked on, I'm not going to give too much away because uh, I want people to be surprised by it. Absolutely. Um, right. Uh, he he wrote, and so he was kind enough to ask me to collaborate on it with him. And so one thing I will say about it is that we get to sing together. Oh. Uh, and you'll get to hear his awesome voice. He has just such a great voice. And so what was really cool was that Ryan has uh, two vocal booths in his studio. And so we were both singing at the same time. Awesome. And so uh, we were separated by rooms, but we were both singing together. And so uh, Ryan, I think, posted an Instagram story about it. But he said that it was the coolest thing he'd ever done in wow. the studio. Yeah. And so we got to sing it a few times. And his favorite part, which is also my favorite favorite part uh were the vocals tracking the vocals and it was funny because uh I I take a relatively short time tracking vocals because I really get into it (laughs) and so I really I really wish I had messed up more or taken more time (laughs) or been like Ryan hold on let me do like 15 more takes uh that was Um, like the most like humble way of like saying that like you just fucking slayed it with your with your vocals like I and and your I mean that is the attraction to you is like your vocals are just like gnarly as hell like you you have like this really clear distinction in how you sing I'm not a great singer so I can't really explain <laughs> like what it is that I'm hearing but there's a consistency with how you sing that I notice it's different um, Thank you. But yeah, humble way of saying that you rocked it. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Well, yeah. And, and Ryan was very complimentary and, and that was just so surreal. And I was like, Ryan, like, thank you so much. You know, one time uh, he was working on the vocals and, and he was um, putting them on and, and he just went up and just hugged me. Yeah. I was like, you're so nice. <laughs> like, I, I can't believe. And he said, no, like, do not thank me. Yeah. yeah. But, but still, um, and out of the studio, uh something really cool that happened so it was alex crane's birthday uh, when we were in nashville and so i made it a point to celebrate you know you have Um, to yeah right and it's nashville and nashville (laughs) is such a cool city yeah you know like they just they have so many great spots for music and everything so uh, we went to this cool uh restaurant um called two bits and you should go there sometime if you're ever in nashville absolutely yeah, but what's cool about it is they have a bunch of games. Like, you can play Cards Against Humanity at the table. You can play oh, wow. Giant Jenga. Like, it was it was really fun. Um, so what was cool about it was I invited uh, Ryan and then Dan Swank, who is also working in the yeah. studio with Ryan. Um, and he's super talented. And so they actually came. And some of Ryan's friends came and we got to celebrate Alex's birthday. Yeah, that is gnarly. Oh, man. What a what a cool dude and what a cool experience. Um, I also have uh, good friends of of the show, Green Screen Kid, uh, that I yeah. just I love those guys. Like they are some of my favorite that I've ever had on the show. I think they are 
the coolest dudes and just really kill it. They were just with Ryan and um, yeah, just their stories uh, with him. It's just like so like encouraging like to see somebody that is that goddamn well known and is j- just put out another great record with all time. Right. It's just amazing to like see him give back to the music world the way that he's doing it. I love it. It is. And he's so passionate about it, you know, and and what was so cool to see was that he's also very knowledgeable about yeah. this stuff. Yeah. And so I was asking him how he really got into it. And so every time he was in the studio with all time low, he would learn something else. Yeah. And so he would come early uh, before the rest of the guys went to the studio to, you know, see how they set things up and just learn a little bit. And so then, uh, you know, he thought in between touring and things, he would have his own studio. And but he he is incredible. He has really brought the songs to life. And so the hardest part now is just waiting for the mixes back. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that actually is a great transition into the question that 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 I want to know is um, what's going to be the final product of this recording adventure. Are we getting an EP? Is this going to create a full length? Are you looking to just be dropping singles? What what can we expect from this? I am expecting to put out an EP. Okay. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And then there should be one big single. So I'm probably going to have them all be singles at some point, but right. the first one is going to be really special. Now, I know you I, like literally. I think today may be like your first full day back home, right? Yes. Yes. Um. So, yeah, I'm not trying to like speed up this process or anything for you, Maggie. But uh, when can we expect to hear something from these sessions? I am thinking hopefully by the end of the summer. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe around August, uh, early September is what I'm thinking. Now, what happens now that this is over? I mean, he obviously, Ryan, he recorded you. Does he produce? Like, do you send it someplace else? Like, what do you do with the actual raw, like, tracks at this point? So he produces and mixes everything. Okay. So basically he has all of the tracks. Uh, We made a lot of options in the studio, did a lot of cool things. And so he is going to put it all together and mix it. And then he'll send me mixes and then I can send him back notes, which I doubt I will have any. (laughs) (laughs) Considering what I heard uh, in the studio. Yeah. And so we will finalize the mixes and then I'll get them mastered and then I'll get them sent back to me. This has got to be like so hard, like this um, waiting period. Oh, it is. And leaving was the most difficult part yesterday. Yeah, like we, uh, Alex, Dan, uh, and then my friend Christian, who's my photographer, uh, he came as well. Uh, We went to a final lunch together, and we just did not want to leave. It was the saddest thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, and you said Christian, uh, you brought along your photographer. He did a fantastic job, by the way. I've seen some of the pictures. Yeah. I just wanted to give uh, him a little shout out there. Uh, kudos on the on the photos, but yeah, I wouldn't want to leave either. I probably would have been like, "Hey, Ryan, um, you got room for one more or something?" You know, to just kind of hang right. Out. <laughs> I know, and yeah, and um, you know, the all time low guys were um, heading into Nashville for rehearsal. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah. So he is just a busy guy. I'm so glad he squeezed me in. Yeah, it's and, crazy. It's crazy to oh, think yeah. about, like somebody from literally think about it, like all time low that has the recording 
is a long process. It takes a lot of time and, and attention. You're saying he even goes through and does the mixing. The pro- so like, there's still time like outside of the studio that he's dedicating to this, you know? And yeah. So to think like all time low just dropped an amazing new album. They're doing like some crazy ass touring. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe this guy gets more hours in a day than we do. Like he gets like 28 or 30. Like, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> it is not. Oh, I know. And he also has his dog distracting him all the time because he's so cute. I've seen so many pictures. What is that? French bulldog or what? what is that? Yes. Yeah. His name is Cuppy the Puppy. Yes. And he is the sweetest French bulldog. And so he was in the studio for most of the time we were there. Oh, boy. And man, he is so cute. But man, Ryan loves him to death. Like, of course. <laughs> I would have not gotten a single thing recorded if I was there. I would have been all about that dog. Um, I have my two dogs, a Husky and a German Shepherd, Yoko and Lennon, and I would have been all about copy the puppy. So, oh uh, yeah. (laughs) Now, uh, honestly though, Maggie, I am like thrilled to hear what comes of this. Um, so I'm just going to keep my eyes open for, you know, what you're posting on the socials, keeping us up to date. I highly recommend that everybody, uh, if you're not following Maggie yet on uh, Twitter and all the other socials you got to, uh, what is it? Rockin with an N underscore mags on Twitter? Yes, that is correct. And then the rest of them are just rockin mags without the underscore. You got to follow her. Uh, even just like a couple week uh, weeks ago, I randomly was on Twitter, saw that Maggie posted that she was doing like an Instagram live. Uh, so I jumped yeah. in on it. You, I mean, you just really are good. And uh, thank to, you. Yeah, it's it's just so impressive because you just can be like very, very raw, like an Instagram live. Like there's nothing fancy about that. You know what I mean? So what what you're hearing come through that from like the artist side is like legit what they sound like. And you just sounded fantastic. You did a couple like Paramore covers. You did some of your stuff. Uh, do, you yeah. do, do you do those often? I do because I really like to connect with people. And one thing that I just love is just performing live. Yeah. You know, like whatever, whether it's in my room or it's just on a stage somewhere, like I just, my main goal in playing music is to make people happy. And so I really, I love to do those as much as possible. I try to do maybe twice a month, I would say, you know, and so then, you know, even people who follow me, but may not, you know, exactly know that I play music or maybe not have looked up my album or stuff, you know, can say, oh, look, you know, Maggie's live or whatever, and just maybe pop in and maybe they'll like what they hear and maybe, you know, listen to more. Before I jump off of, uh, I know we were starting to lean away from it, but I, I, a question just popped into my head about the recording process for you with uh, yeah. Ryan and everything. Now, uh-huh. obviously, you did the vocals. Did you lay down any instruments at all? Oh, yeah. I laid down bass and uh, acoustic guitar, and I did some lead guitar, but Alex Crane wrote a lot of cool lead parts for the stuff. Um, and then I did harmonies, and Ryan may or may not have played some drums. You know, I was wondering that. That is phenomenal. How cool is that? Damn. Yeah, it was it was so cool. Like just seeing the whole process, you know, and then seeing, you know, Ryan work on some of the drum parts and everything. And he tracks quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you got I to when you're, you. when you're that busy. Yeah, you got to. Uh, and just for as many times as he's done it. Yeah, he could probably rock those out. Uh, Very, very cool process. Um, Now, I do want to talk about, um, I know we're talking about all this new music, but before all of this recording, you you have other music out there, and and I think it's actually a great collection of music. So, uh, Insomniac, it's a debut from you, correct? 
Yes, that's right. So um, what I kind of want to know is um, bridge the gap a little bit between the new stuff that you just laid down with Ryan and Insomniac. For those who have listened to it and for those who haven't, now's the time to go and check it out as you're waiting for the new material to drop. But br- <laughs> bridge the gap and let us know like what's going to be the same, what's going to be different. Okay, cool. So um, what's going to be the same or similar is that, you know, I, I love writing songs about relationships and friendship and also just about the seasons and how time passes, you know, and what, what changes in life and how those things change. And so what's going to stay very much the same is just, you know, kind of the themes and topics of the music. Um, And I would say that this album or this this EP that I've been working on, it's a lot, I think, deeper than okay. Insomniac. Um, and maybe even a bit different in genre. Insomniac is has a lot more of the pop punk elements in it. And so in moving forward and talking to Ryan about maybe where I should go, um, it was really difficult because uh, he said that, you know, the songs can go a lot of different directions. You know, like they could go you know, more on the pop side or even pop punk or even singer songwriter. So um, we are more branching towards kind of the singer songwriter, but still rocking kind of direction. Yeah. So more of like Frank Turner, Allison Weiss kind of stuff, I would say. Um, So we're going moving in that direction, but you know, same kinds of subjects about people and friendship and moving forward and, uh, one of the songs that we recorded uh, has to do with, uh, you know, home and loving where you're from and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I'm excited about this kind of new direction, but obviously it will still rock. <laughs> Absolutely. I would expect that. Now, looking back on Insomniac, what's your favorite track? I'm always curious and I know it changes. Uh, every band tells yeah. me that it's a hard question to answer, but it's your own material. It's, it, I think it sheds some light on, on you a little bit. What do you like the most off insomniac? Uh, I think, okay. I love them all for different reasons. It's such a <laughs> difficult question. I know. Um, <laughs> I would, okay. I, I'll go with, I'll talk about three of them. How's that? that okay. I'm down. <laughs> that leaves like four. Okay. You're not going to talk about, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, first, I'll talk about uh, Lucky Number 10. And so that one is a little bit slower, but it builds up. And like, I love, I'm really proud of my songwriting on that one. I love talking about the seasons and um, my mom's an English major. And so she taught me a lot about English and writing and everything. And so I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to poetry and similes and metaphors and things (laughs) like that. And so there's a lot of that in that song. And so I'm really proud, you know, about how that song kind of grows um, in intensity and in the mood. Um, But then I love I love I Found Love, which is the one I just put a music video out for uh, because I just think uh, it's really, really fun to listen to. And that's always a goal of mine, you know, is, you know, make people happy when they listen to it. Yeah. Um, and so when we were doing that video, we were just thinking, how can we make this as fun as possible? And so we got confetti and balloons <laughs> and, you know, and just had a good time with it. Uh, so I love that. And if you didn't know, there's an all time low reference in it. Um, yes. cause I think, yeah, cause I think the line is, uh, my heart is still singing our song by all time low. Yeah. And that was one of the first things I told Ryan. <laughs> oh, did, did he not know that? Go, like, uh, was that new to him? 
Yeah, well, so what was funny was when I first worked with them um, on Do You Even Hear Yourself, I brought Ryan Insomniac, uh, and I was like, hey, you know, if you if you want to listen to it, I just wanted to give it to you, and I said, by the way, the first track I mentioned All Time Low. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so awesome. He, yeah, he, he thought that was funny, but I love that, and then even, I really love For Me, It's You, I would love to um, have a more produced version of that track. Um, it's acoustic on Insomniac right now, yeah. but I, I love duets. I'm a big fan of duets. Uh, that's why I'm so stoked about um, Alex Crane and I working together. Yep. But yeah, Jack Wachtel is on that track and he has a great voice. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm inspired by the people around me who can sing. And so, you know, I just, whatever I can, I invite them over and so we can jam and work on stuff, but that's a hard question. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it is, but it's always nice to get some insight toward it. Now, you, you mentioned about um, duets and things like that. We've talked about Alex from the Everyday Anthem. We we kind of touched upon, you know, how I found you, which was in their song, Do You Even Hear Yourself Off of Nobody's, yeah. which was earlier this year, I think it came out. Great song, um, and I love the Everyday Anthem, but it was one of the first songs that I heard of the Everyday Anthem, and I was, I love these guys and girl, but I, um, I was disappointed when I found out that the female vocalist on that track wasn't in their band. Um, Aw, thank you. <laughs> I mean it, because um, I think that it really was like the first track I heard, and and I know it said featuring Maggie, and I was like, well, you know, whatever, maybe she's another. So I was kind of disappointed, but um, they rock <laughs> and you rock. How did you and the Everyday Anthem kind of? I know you're from the same area. I think it, Atlanta, right? Yeah, that's right. How did you guys get lined up to be not just like work together? It seems like you guys are like friends, like for real. Yeah. So I, okay. So I'm a big believer in fate. And so things happen for a reason. So this is kind of one of those stories. Um, so we played on the same bill a year ago or a little over a year ago um, at the masquerade. And so it was also next year's end was on that bill too. Oh, another great friend of the show. No way. Yeah, oh, exactly. That's, yeah. That's and, awesome. Uh, they're, I know they're really close friends, all of those guys. And so we were on the bill and wow. I, I didn't really know any of them. And so, you know, we introduce ourselves before the show and I love meeting people before, you know, we start playing. And so they played a set uh, before myself. And so they play and I was like, man, they have some really, really good songs, you know, and like I, I listen to a lot of local bands and the local scene in Atlanta is really, really great. Um, and so, you know, I, I was super impressed. And so then after they were on, um, I was in a band at the time, but I played a lot of songs off of Insomniac on that set. Yeah. So um, I sang and, and we finished the set. And so we both, uh, both of us uh, together, like, uh, joined backstage and we were talking about, man, like you, you're really good. I said, no, you're really good. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next day, uh, we coordinated, uh, co-writing, do you even hear yourself? And so, yeah, that week we just started writing it and, um, I got to know all the guys and I'm so glad that I, you know, met Alex Crane and his people, like they don't know what an amazing singer that who that Alex is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he sings, I believe, all three years, I'm pretty sure. And I think he sings on something on Call of Infatuation, which was their first EP. Um, but hearing him sing um, and then becoming closer and closer friends with him, I was like, man, we need to do something together. <laughs> well, that's very cool. And it just adds to the dynamic of what we're going to be getting from the 
uh, sessions with Ryan Dawson and um, Insomniac is available absolutely everywhere. It's a great collection of music. I dig it. I've been jamming it a lot. Um, So Maggie, what I want to do is I'd like to play lucky number 10 off Insomniac (laughs) uh, for everybody to jam to. What do you think? Sounds good. All right, everybody. So please enjoy. This is lucky number 10 off Insomniac by Maggie Schneider. Lightning through me 
So you just finished listening to Lucky Number 10 off Insomniac by Maggie Schneider. When you and I were talking, Maggie, off uh, like before we set this or as, as we were setting up this interview, you were telling yeah. me that this song represents uh, a good like indication of the direction of the music. And I know we talked about this with, you know, our in the segment of Insomniac, but why does Lucky Number 10 reflect... <laughs> Uh, the direction of this new music that you laid down with Ryan um, here just this past week? Um, I think for many reasons. Uh, so that song, I think, is very much uh, representing the new kind of, not new, but a different kind of genre we're going for, like the singer-songwriter uh, rock kind of vibe. Um, and then the songs that I worked on with Ryan, they all build. And they all kind of intensify as they move forward, um, especially one of them, uh, Ryan, I was singing it and, and we were working on it and adding strings and different things. And he said, man, I'm crying. I'm crying, Dawson. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so those I think that one is one of the deeper ones off of Insomniac, one yeah. of the more emotional songs. And so these are much more emotional. And I think that's because, you know, this year has been a whirlwind. It has been amazing. I've learned a lot about myself, you know, good and bad. And so I think the songwriting has progressed a lot. Uh, and so, yeah, so I think it will be uh, a lot closer to the Lucky Number 10 style um, in like mood and music and stuff, but also in kind of the tone of the project. Killer. I can't wait. Sounds good to me. If it sounds yeah. anything like it, um, then we're going to be in good shape. You've been a busy lady recently. Um, we oh, yeah. talked a lot about, you know, uh, the recording here, but something that I was looking forward to at the beginning of June that was coming out from uh, your camp was this brand new music video for I Found Love. I think it hit June 2nd. Am I right? Yep, you are right. I think it rocks. Very, very cool. How was that whole experience for you? It was so fun. Um, so I am I'm a student at SCAD, uh, Savannah College of Art and Design. Oh, cool. And so it is, it is the coolest school ever because basically we just learn about art and make things and, you know, have the opportunity to do creative stuff. Yeah. Um, and so um, I have friends in the film and television department. And so they were working on a music video. And so they asked me to uh, contribute and be a part of it and include one of my songs. And so that was super fun. We did it over a weekend. Uh, it was super, super cool. We got a lot of black balloons and confetti yeah. uh, <laughs> to celebrate. And yeah, it was just, it was super cool. And I just, I admire people uh, like Joe, Joe Shirley. Uh, she was the girl who directed it and put it all together. Who can just make stuff like that. Yeah, you know? it's incredible. Yeah, like it really is. Like I wish I had that skill to just edit a video and, and make something really special. But yeah, she made it fun and she also made a lyric video for it as well, um, which is up now. But Very it was cool. a really, yeah, it was a cool experience. And so you're saying that this director, she's a student at the school that you attend. Yes. So, I mean, great work on on that uh, to everybody involved. I mean, it looks of the highest quality uh, caliber all of that. It's a great video. If you haven't seen it yet, you got to check it out. And you're saying there's a lyric video now out for I Found Love? Yes, they're both up on my YouTube. And so, yeah, check them out. They're super fun. Um, I also have big hair in the video. And so <laughs> I like to say big hair, big dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Now, um, why did you choose I Found Love uh, to do a video for of the seven that I believe are on Insomniac? Um, I think that song uh, was the most fun to kind of add a visual to. Um, it was a really, really hard choice. I was between that one and Our Weekends, which are, you know, very much the same thematically. You know, they're both yeah. happy and, and fun to dance to and everything. But I thought I Found Love would kind of be a cool story. And so Joe and I, you know, we sat down and talked about the inspiration for the video. And so we watched a lot of videos and we were mostly inspired by the newest Paramore videos yeah. for Hard Times yeah. and for... Uh, told you so that was the other one and so we thought hey what about we do kind of it's still modern but almost a 60s kind of mystery but still cute nancy drew-esque yeah. kind of video you know kind of finding love in a very punny way <laughs> so yeah so we decided on that one and and it turned out pretty pretty well it was really really fun yeah, I, I enjoyed everybody's got to check it out uh, to so you know what I'm talking about. And I'm sure many of you listening already do. Now, a question that I like to ask bands when they're on the show um, that maybe recently put out a music video or notoriously do them all the time is, um, and I can't ask this question specifically the same way to you because it's just you, but I like to know <laughs> who the worst actor is in the band. I always feel like somebody sucks really bad in the band like when they do a video. <laughs> Um, so I'm just kind of curious, like, what was it like for you, like acting, like, you know, being in front of the camera, like you, doing a video is tough. It's a lot of work. You're playing, you're like playing, I guess you could say the same song, like over and over and over and over again. Right. Uh, are you good in front of the ca I mean, it, it translated like you were, but were you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it felt good. I've also, uh, Something that I started with when I was younger was musical theater. Okay. And so I've been able to act a lot. I've been in a bunch of plays and musicals and things. So it was a lot more comfortable yeah. than I think it would be for some people. Because imagine, like, when you're on stage in a band, I mean, you can be a character, but you're still yourself. Yeah. You know? But, um, you know, being on camera and, you know, it was it was very different uh to kind of sing the song and sing it with, I guess, more feeling and direction, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, almost um, like uh, exaggerated. Like, I, I, it, I mean, you have not exaggerated, but you have you really want to like show like clear, like definitive, like mouth movement and like mo emotion and, and, and all that. Because, I mean, the lens is on you, you know? Yeah, and and I'm uh, studying um, acting as part of my degree at, at uh, my school. And so I've been a few classes, and it's true. You know, the camera can pick up everything. Yeah. And so you really need to be on point with your emotions and direction. And it will catch you, you know, if you're lying, you know, if you're not <laughs> truthful, you know, um, or even if you're not definitive in what you're really trying to say. And so I learned a lot about that um, in class and everything. And so going in, it wasn't wasn't too bad. And, and also I was also thinking, OK, well, I'm also. I try to be quirky and fun. Like I can very much relate to Zoe Deschanel of New Girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so that was kind of the uh, the direction I was trying to go for in my facial expressions and stuff. So awesome. luckily, it translated. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. No, I think you did a great job. But 
you know, I like to see if a band will put their bandmates on blast and call out who's like the shittiest <laughs> at acting. I didn't know if you'd call yourself out, but it didn't look like you you struggled at all. And meanwhile, you little do I know you're like studying this in school. So like, what is what a silly question? Um, <laughs> no, not a silly question at all. <laughs> Thanks, Mags. I appreciate it. Now, um, to kind of uh, head toward the back end of this amazing episode 73 with Maggie Schneider. Um, there's still more exciting news. I mean, I don't know, oh, yeah. like of 73 episodes, I don't know if every segment was so goddamn like um, exciting. Like there's so much to talk about. Uh, so on August the 1st, you're going to be playing a show in Atlanta at the Masquerade, which seems to be like the place to play like in that area. I hear about it oh, all the yeah. time. It's uh, the big venue. I love it. It's like my home away from home. Yeah. I got to I got to get down there sometime and see a show. I've, I've actually even – I fans of Spinning Thoughts, I hear them talking about going to shows at the Masquerade or wanting to. I mean, I, I hear it from both ends of it. I got to get down there. You're going to be opening up for Dalton Rapatoni? Yes. That is awesome. Talk to me about uh, this. Yeah, so I love him. Like, I've been a fan of his for a really, really long time. Yeah. And so he was on the last season of American Idol, and he got third place. I was really rooting for him. <laughs> like, I was so sad when he was uh, voted out. Yeah. I was thinking, no. Uh, but so anyway, he tours around, and he's writing his own stuff now. And he's very successful. So yeah. I'm super excited for him. And so there was a spot on the bill, and so I was offered it. And so I am so excited. It's a dream come true. And, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to see him again. I went to one of his shows back in October, and so I got to meet him there, and I gave him insomniac and everything, and he's just one of the nicest guys. That's going to be a really exciting show. So anybody, uh, you know, within a driving distance to Atlanta should probably check it out. Um, it's going to be really phenomenal. I was t for episode 72, which by the time this airs, everybody should have the opportunity to hear 72. I had Kevin from the rise of the broken on, and we were talking about like touring and how fans will sometimes, um, not go to shows. Like if it's like not dead in the, like the city that they live in. And yeah. we, we were talking about like how, like part of the experience is like get your friends together and like get on the road and like see the world like go someplace different someplace new like even if it's 45 minutes or an hour or three hours like make it a like an experience so if you're anywhere near the atlanta area on august the first right yes that's right at the masquerade in atlanta you got to go see maggie schneider and dalton rapatoni right i mean you, you don't you agree they should do it Yes, and I, and I also think, like, do yes. spontaneous things. Like, yeah. be adventurous, go to new places you've never been. Like, those are the best memories I've ever had or just things that I never expected to happen. Yep. So, so yeah, go for it. Come to the show. It's going to be fun. I'm going to play some new stuff and some old stuff. Cool. Perhaps a cover. We'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I'm stoked. Now, I don't know if I read too much into this or not, but, you know, I try to pay attention to things, especially leading up to an interview. I'll be on the artist or band's social media and just kind of see what they're talking about. And um, I saw in your Facebook post about this event Mm -hmm. You said, and I quote, I may not be alone on that stage. So uh, it seemed like you were kind of teasing to something. I'm curious if you could spill the beans a little bit on what that was. About. I can 
I can spill the beans. So I usually perform just with my acoustic guitar. Okay. And so I love doing that. It's super, super fun. But sometimes, you know, I wish I had a band behind me. Yeah. You know, and especially a band of friends. And so there's this great local band, and I'll give them a little shout out, uh, Dogs in Slow Motion. Okay. And they're from Atlanta. They're super, super cool. uh, And they're recording with Bradley of Emerosa. Very cool. Uh, Yeah, very, very cool. And so they are just great friends and great guys. And so they are going to be backing me for the show. So I will have a full band, uh, keys, drums, bass, and then I'll play guitar and sing. Um, And so, yeah, it's going to be really, really cool, unlike a lot of my shows. And just have a higher energy because I really, I wanted this show to stand out uh, because this show just, oh, it means so much. I'm so excited. Yeah. And so I thought, what would be better than inviting my friends to play with me and, and back me up? I I definitely got the vibe that you were stoked for this show on on the social media. And, and I, I totally understand why. And everybody should be excited to go and see this. Um, and yeah, I mean, being in full band mode is going to be really really awesome i mean i appreciate music in all capacities and you know in a acoustic form or you know a smaller setting like not small smaller setting like uh brick and mortar but like you know a stripped down kind of version like that's always great but there is yeah. just like a, a pulsating energy with adding in a little bit more of uh the the keys and the drums the electric this is going to be an amazing show so yeah and especially with the new stuff i want to continue you know, having, you know, my friends, you know, just play with me because I think this new music, especially it's meant to build, it's meant to, you know, mean more uh, than just an acoustic guitar. And so if I can do both, then I think the shows will be a lot more special. So then just to kind of wrap things up, uh, I am curious um, about kind of like this whole dynamic of like a full band thing. I mean, are you ever, are you going to, are you looking to pull the trigger at some point to like, establish a full-on band um it's always that's always tough because what's so what's so hard is that you find musicians that you love and then they're in another band yeah 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 (laughs) and so I'm hoping in the future that I will solidify just you know like the Maggie Schneider band because I just I love collaborating with people it is one of the joys of my life you know that was why recording was such a cool experience I just I love hearing people's ideas and and getting to work with people so I'm hoping one day yes and I've had the opportunity to be in a bunch of bands and I've learned so much from all of them and have gotten to work with such great people and um, my first band was called Waiting for Joe because I was waiting for Joe Jonas Um, (laughs) (laughs) so at age 12 awesome um, so, so yeah, so I'm, I am hoping so we'll see how it goes. This is going to be kind of a first time, uh, cut of this and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. August 1st in Atlanta at the masquerade. You got to check it out. Maggie Schneider and Dalton Rapatoni. So Maggie, before we sign off here for this very, uh, eclectic and amazing episode 73, is there anything else you'd like to add? Maybe I missed something because I'm certainly not perfect or anything else <laughs> that you'd like to say to your fans. Uh, well, first, thank you for having me. Oh, I've geez, been keeping you're so up welcome. with 
Oh, well, I've been keeping up with your show, too, and you have great bands on the show, so it means a lot to be included and be asked to do this. Yes. Um, and congratulations on being on Adobe. That's fantastic. Uh, why? You're being too kind. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm really excited about it. It is big news, and um, it, it's just going to open up the door for you know great content and uh, good conversation. So, no, I'm glad to glad to have you on, especially you know with in that capacity. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, new music should hopefully be coming out soon. Super, super excited. I'm going to play a lot more shows and I got some other exciting things in the works. Well, listen, Maggie, if you ever want to come back on to Spinning Thoughts and drop anything like, you know, maybe some of this new music with uh, Mr. Dawson that you recorded, if you ever want to drop it on Adobe and Spinning Thoughts, you got a guy that thinks you're you're pretty awesome and would totally do it. I will add you into my contact and I will just call you up. <laughs> there we go. Everybody, uh, let's uh, say thank you to Maggie for being here and good luck uh, with everything going on. I want you to hang on tight. I'm, we're going to talk off the air, but thank you so much for being here. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Once again, I'd like to thank Maggie for being with me here for episode 73 of Spinning Thoughts. She just got out of the studio with Mr. Ryan Dawson of All Time Low. I am expecting... This to be a crazy ride for Maggie, her music, her fans, and everybody involved here for quite some time. Really excited. Make sure you check everything out. She's got a new music video for I Found Love. Her debut album, Insomniac, is available everywhere. While you're checking out Maggie Schneider, make sure you're checking out Spinning Thoughts on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. I'd love for you guys to follow. Actually, click the follow button and uh, check us out. Let's be friends. Let's talk. I'm up late usually, so I like to talk and uh, kill some time with you and get to know you a little bit better. We're on SoundCloud and Facebook. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, all that jazz. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. This week, we have a couple new Metal Thoughts segments available on our website. We also have this really amazing Fan Thoughts that just dropped on the 28th. It's from a girl named Angela, who is a fan of the show and also a huge fan of 21 Pilots. So she wrote about her experience of Tour de Columbus at the shot on Sunday, this past Sunday, seeing 21 Pilots. It's a great, great write-up. She even has a photo that she took. I have a link to her concert photography site. You gotta check it out. It is worth the time. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in here on Adobe Radio if you heard the premiere. If not, you're going to be hearing this then the following day on all the other platforms. You know, I really appreciate you being here and the friendship that we're building. So everybody, please make sure you share music, spread love. Spread love.